Hi, I'm Jim Clemmer, author, speaker, and workshop retreat leader. Firing on all cylinders, the service quality system for high-powered corporate performance. I wrote the book when I was a senior executive with the Achieve Group, a training and consulting firm that I co-founded. The book is based on extensive research and consulting work with hundreds of major organizations. A series of book excerpts aimed at helping you understand how top service quality performers understand their customers' expectations. In Chapter 4, we want to take a look at coaching skills. Peter Drucker has written that a leader has to be an energizer and motivator, someone who inspires and guides others, who energizes the system and generates the magic that makes everyone want to do something extra. The very notion of coaching employees to higher performance levels is heretical to some managers. Raised in the command and control days, many of these two-by-four managers believe that getting employees to do a better job means using rules, directives, power, manipulation, and when they just won't do what they're told, heavy amounts of discipline and punishment, as if they were dealing with spoiled three-year-olds. Thankfully, that archaic view is falling out of favor. A team-based organization with broad involvement in the continuous improvement process has to be managed in a manner that veers sharply away from the way our traditional organizations have been managed. In a team-based organization, effective supervisors, managers, and executives nurture and develop teams and their individual members to continually higher performance levels. Nurturing and developing others is at the heart of coaching. Well, if the majority of your organization's managers aren't good to outstanding coaches, your entire improvement effort is doomed. You will become one of those 70% of organizations that do not significantly improve service quality despite big investments of time and money. Coaching skills are as fundamental to service quality improvement as breathing is to living. You can't do one without the other. Only when management learns how to coach effectively can it make the critical shift from solving problems to making sure problems are getting solved. Well, why aren't supervisors, managers, and executives better coaches? They're not better coaches because they don't know how. You may know what coaching is or even why it's important, but you probably don't know how to really do it. It's a new, unfamiliar skill, even though you may have been talking about it for some time. You also likely didn't get good coaching from most of the bosses you've had over the years, so you've not repeatedly seen the skill in action and felt its powerful effect on motivation and performance. Well, next I want to go through an overview of some of the key coaching tasks that require skill development, as well as some of the basic skills that are behind successful application. First, recognition. Celebrate what you want more of. The use of recognition, encouragement, and positive feedback is so fundamental to effective coaching that without it, there is no coaching. Period. Without lots of recognition, celebration, and encouragement, energy will fade and your improvement journey will grind to a halt. You and your managers need skill development 
to increase your recognition-giving confidence, competence, and habit. Are you developing those skills? The second coaching task is feedback. A man walked into a drugstore to use the payphone. Hello, ABC Company. Some time ago, you had an opening for an operations manager. Is the position still available? After a slight pause, he continued. Oh, you have. Six months ago, huh? Hmm, well, how's he working out? A somewhat longer pause. I see. Well, thanks. Bye. The druggist, having overheard the conversation, said in sympathy, I'm sorry you couldn't go after that job. The man, surprised, turned and said, Oh, I'm not looking for a job. That was my own organization. I was calling to see how I was doing. We all want to know where we stand. One of the outstanding characteristics of an effective coach is the frequency and quality of the feedback he or she provides to reinforce, support, and help others continue to improve. Feedback is absolutely critical across the organization. Service quality improvement can't happen without it. Operating without feedback loops is like blindly shooting at targets in the mist. You can't improve when you don't know how you're doing. An organization with effective feedback loops has a culture that sees continuous feedback as continuous learning opportunities. Effective feedback loops generally start with how data, observations, suggestions, ideas, or support are passed on. These cultural feedback patterns are set by management. If most teams and their members are well coached, they will view feedback as a positive and much needed step in the continuous improvement process. The third coaching task is performance management. In a team-based organization that has progressed to self-directed work teams, the work team establishes performance expectations, coaches along the way toward reaching those objectives, provides feedback, and takes corrective action, including discipline or termination. Few organizations are that advanced. Most still rely heavily on supervisors and managers to manage the individual performance of the people in their part of the organization. In taking corrective action, Many traditional managers see the world as black and white. On the one hand, they think that they can be tough and hard-nosed and maintain high levels of platoon sergeant discipline. Public ridicule, harsh punishment, and take-no-guff approaches characterize this world. The alternative, traditional managers believe, is the country club style of management. This approach is more concerned with relationships and hand-holding than with getting the job done. It's a soft, easy-going environment where customers and employees are treated like kings and where performance slips, where seldom is heard a negative word and things fall through the cracks. Country club management is unproductive and will eventually kill any organization, argue traditional managers, and they're right. Those kinds of unbalanced organizations do struggle. See, retorts the traditional manager, that's why I have to use my trusty 2x4. It may not be pretty, but it gets the job done. After all, business is business. Management is not a popularity contest. Well, that either-or view of correcting behavior or performance problems is a cop-out. The most effective organizations are filled with managers who have mastered the skill of holding people accountable to tough, uncompromising standards or goals while maintaining their self-esteem.
Effective service quality coaches make clear what's expected and follow up. They emphasize the positive and look for ways to recognize and reward effective behavior. Good coaches draw out and act on other people's improvement ideas. And when things get off track, as they inevitably will, strong coaches know how to step on toes without messing up anybody's shoeshine. All this requires skills, skills that don't seem to be present naturally. How are your performance skills? How do you know? Where's your data? The fourth coaching task is fostering continuous improvement and innovation. Improvement and innovation, like profits, are a result, not an objective. There are no specific formulas or steps to innovation and improvement. It's like gardening. We can't grow anything. That's not a power mere mortals have. But we can establish the right conditions that will encourage and support vigorous growth. The vigor of your organization's rate of innovation and continuous improvement is highly dependent on the atmosphere established by management. While that atmosphere can and must be established for the whole organization at a broad strategic level, local conditions needed for each plant species or work teams to flourish will vary. The recognition, feedback, training, performance management, and other coaching skills exercised by supervisors and managers play a major role in establishing the right growing conditions for team-based continuous improvement and innovation.